Welcome to AEC Marketing for Principals, brought to you by Smartages, where we help design and construction firms navigate sales and leverage marketing to win more projects. Here are your hosts, Katie Cash and Judy Sparks. Hi, everyone. Katie Cash here. Today on our AEC Marketing for Principals podcast, we're going to do things a little differently. I have asked my boss, Ms. Donya Edler, the Executive Vice President here at Smartages, to join me really for a candid chat just about the state of things and what we are experiencing as a nation. You might remember Donya's name from season one. She first joined us on the show where she shared her insights, her experience, and her expertise around mergers and acquisitions, how to handle that brand transition, how to implement branding um, internally and roll it out for successful brand living. And so today I felt like there was nobody better suited in my network of connections than Donya to share her thoughts about communication and employee relations in a time like we're facing right now. So Donya, I just appreciate your time. I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks, Katie. I'm, I'm happy to be here and to be talking about this. You know, we always talk about how we want to address topics that are relevant and that are timely. And right now in the U.S., and especially here in Atlanta, where we are headquartered, uh, we continue to have social unrest every day and anti-racism protests. So communicating with employees right now couldn't be more important. So I think it's a great topic for us today. Well, and you know, typically for these shows, this is just a behind the scenes, I guess, spilling of the tea right now. I typically do a lot of research on the topics and on our guests and come up with questions to really guide the conversation. And to be honest with you, you know, I knew we wanted to talk about the topic um, to help our our audience and our fellow design and construction professionals, but I really wasn't sure how to prepare for it. I've never been in a situation like this where we're facing global pandemic. We're still got COVID is on the rise again across the US. We also have spiking unemployment rates. And at the same time in design and construction, we're working with clients who are facing deficits in their skilled labor forces. And then of course, you know, the social unrest. So it just feels like 2020 is just out for a beating and taking advantage of all of us. So my first question for you really for our AEC principals out there that are listening is what advice can you give them? And I know Previously, before you joined the agency, you sat at the table with all the executives at, you know, global engineering firms and international design build firms. You've sat in in the hot seat before to help communicate through a crisis or to help lead internal communication initiatives. But right now, just given everything that's going on, what advice would you be telling those executives and what advice would you be telling those marketing teams? Yes, I, you know, I would say first and foremost, just be aware of what's happening and understand that we really are in a national crisis. So just be aware of that, um, acknowledge it. And, and second, I think as leaders of companies, um, executives just should be mindful of how their employees may be impacted or how they may feel, you know, given all that's going on. It, it's amazing to me, Katie, that it was literally just three months ago. We were talking with a lot of our clients about what to say to their employees about COVID-19. Because if you remember, people were afraid. They were afraid for their health, for their loved ones, for their parents. Uh, People were concerned about losing their jobs. Uh, Projects were being put on hold. And it was just a sea of uncertainty. And and so during that time, we, we were advising all of our CEOs and 
marketing teams to over-communicate, over-communicate with staff. And so we saw a lot of weekly updates coming out from the CEOs uh, across the industry, just assuring employees that their health and their safety was still a priority. There were a lot of calls, there were a lot of email blasts, and I, I was just so proud of how our industry and our CEOs reacted because it was just this uniform message that went out that was basically, we're in this together. We're going to get through this together. It was just a message of hope. So you fast forward to today, and we're still trying to rebound from COVID-19, but now we're in the midst of what I think is probably one of the biggest social movements since maybe the, the 1960s. And so, you know, every day you're seeing disturbing, very disturbing videos, you know, people being hurt and killed on TV, They're, the threats being and the public protest and um, buildings are burning and construction sites are on fire. And it is just downright scary. It's yeah. awful. It's terrible, but it's happening. And so I think communicating with your employees couldn't be more important than right now. So I, I think the thing is, you know, it really doesn't matter if you think the events of today impact all of your employees or only impact one. We, you really don't know. What's important is that you've got to co communicate with them and, and assure your employees, all of them, that they matter and you want the best for them at your company. It just shows that you care about your people more than just the bottom line. Yeah. And I know you are such a people person. You lead with your heart. And I see that every day here at SmartOGs. Um, one thing I feel like as a marketer is I feel like we've been called upon, you know, if you think of the bat signal um, for Batman that would come on every night, I feel like 2020 has just had this, hey, marketing, we need your support here, left and right coming out so much more than I feel like marketing has been having a seat at the table with professional service firms. But when you think about most design and construction firms, they're operationally ran by technically proficient individuals, engineers, architects, contractors, and, and marketing has their role. But right now, so much emphasis is placed on communication. And like you just mentioned, just sitting here, you know, this week, as I was scrolling through LinkedIn, I keep seeing more and more brands post and share their thoughts about how they're going to move forward. I keep hearing and seeing similar messages out there about addressing COVID and how they're going to return to the office or addressing inclusivity with building a diverse workforce. And I've seen everything about social injustice and equality around racism and, and breaking that chain. And then also as we get into Pride Month, there's more communication on that front. So, you know, and I, I'm sorry, this is going to be a little bit of a loaded question, but, you know, in my mind, how do you tell professional service firms, large and small, how to respond, if they should respond, um, what to say, how to say it, when to say it, and how do they do that where it comes off as really trying to be helpful and being honest and authentic, and it doesn't just come across as a brand statement that looks and feels more like they're checking a compliance box and they're just kind of jumping into this herd mentality. And, and I'm calling it crisis communication mad libs right now, where you, you could kind of do a quick Google and you can change names out left and right. And everybody seems to be making some similar comments. So how do you know when you should say something and, and how to say that, Donya, where it comes across the right way? It, it's a, yeah, it's a loaded question, Katie, but it's a really good question too. And, and it does. I was, I was looking at LinkedIn the other day and it's, it's like every 
major brand and every company has made some sort of a, a public statement. And, and you know, I, I think that's all well and good, but I also think that every company has to take an approach that's going to make sense for their company. You know, it works best for, for their culture. So it's not necessary just to get on the bandwagon for the sake of it. Look, look at your company and your culture. I think a lot of leaders opt to be silent during times like this of social unrest, just out of fear of not knowing what to say. And, you know, and some don't want to raise the emotions and, and feelings of, of employees because there's already very much a, a heightened sense of feelings out there. But here's, here's one thing. If, if your company is truly rooted in their people and in goodwill for their people, then just reaffirm that. You know, your relationship with employees is, is always important. And it really matters what your people think of your culture and how you treat them. So in terms of, you know, how do you know what to do? I think just acknowledging the situation that these are really trying times and then reaffirming the company's priorities with its people and the company's values. I, I think it, in the end, it, it, boost morale. It lets your employees know where you're coming from. And well, you, you'd ask me how to say it. And I think that's, that's probably really what's on, on a lot of leaders' minds. It's like, well, how, how do you do it? And I, here's the thing. It has to be authentic. The message has to be authentic. It has to be genuine. And really important is that it has to have some action behind the message. So it's not just empty words. It's not just a statement that you're putting out there. So um, sometimes companies can be seen as insincere if they don't have some sort of action behind a lot of those statements. And one thing happened to me earlier today. It was, it was great. I was talking with one of our clients and they were, you know, we were talking about just what's happening in the world today. And they decided just today that they were going to plan to offer internships and mentoring opportunities for engineering students at historically black colleges and universities, just as a way to expose them to careers in design and construction and maybe even change a life. So it's those types of actions that I think companies can get behind and it makes sense to, to their values, to their services and what they do. And at the same time, it's helping to make a difference. Yeah. And I, I love that, you know, staying true to who you are, I think is really important because the public and the press for sure are going to be able to sniff out those insincere messages and just sitting here reflecting on what we tried to do here at Smartages, and we're a minority owned and, and woman owned business. And we took the stance that we weren't going to go forward with a public message. We were really going to focus on our core values and, and where our focus of our business lies, which is really with the staff. And so we took to open communication with our staff. We hosted a parking lot tailgate, maintaining safe distances apart, and just had an open parking lot chat about what was on everyone's heart and everyone's minds and had some sharing sessions there that was really helpful. And I think that that really led to building some trust and of course, loosened some anxiety that I think some of our staff members were experiencing. And we continue to have one-on-one -on -one conversations really in the spirit of learning and having dialogue and thinking about how every day we can make those incremental changes that will hopefully the 
at the end of time really make a big difference and just being very thoughtful in how we approach everything. And, and so I think that's really, really sage advice of if you're sitting in the executive's suite right now and you're trying to figure out how you respond to the state of the world right now, just really reflecting on who you are as a brand and what matters to you and how you can can take those initial first steps. One thing you mentioned is, you know, how how we we have a lot of conversations and discussions here and a lot of companies may be doing that as well. I just I caution it's a conversation, it's a discussion and it's not a debate. It's it's a conversation which requires talking and listening. And you'd be amazed at, you know, how one of those one-on-one conversations can just just shed light, you know, and and just make people feel so much more heard and and understood. And and I really think it's what a company or how a company responds is truly unique to that company. You know, it could be a, an internal statement. It could be a conversation like we've talked about. It could be encouraging your employees to, um, to write in their thoughts on, uh, with suggestions as to how the company could support the issue. So it's, it's no right way, no wrong way. I, I heard the other day one of the um, a really large engineering company is making phone calls, just calling to check in with employees one-on-one just to see how they're doing, you know, if their lives have been impacted. And it's, it's no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah. And I think that that's important. How, how brands respond is, is very unique to the brands themselves. You know, you want it to be an authentic message. And some people, some brands have come out with a very pointed authentic statement. I'm thinking of Chasm Architecture here in Atlanta, um, African-American owned boutique design firm that works really all over the U.S. He had a, um, Nate over there had a very pointed response that he came out on on behalf of his brand. And then you've got global brands like JLL that's built entire landing pages around supporting and including the pride movement. You've got big brands like the Beck Group that has done similar things around mental health and around diversity and inclusion. Got Jacobs, another really large firm that has has taken some similar steps around equality and inclusion for empowering their employee network, which is thousands strong. So I could continue naming and naming these different brands. And, and, you know, I think one thing we might do as we share this podcast is maybe share some of those links to those examples. Cause I find that oftentimes just seeing and, and being exposed to what other brands do makes it more clear how you should respond. But Danya, I'm curious from what you've seen, you mentioned you've been on LinkedIn here recently. What are some brands that have stood out to you that you feel like they're doing things right and they're, they're kind of making that difference? A lot of companies out there are, are really, really doing it well and doing it with a lot of consideration and class and taste. Two, two of the ones that really stood out to me, one was Nelson Worldwide. They, they put together a very impactful video um, that they about social injustice. But what I, what I loved about it, them is that they tied they tie their mission back to the change that's happening in the world. And their mission is to boldly transform human experience. And you talk about being relevant. And so that's their mission, you know, in terms of, of the work that they do and the services that they provide. So they tie that back. Um, they, they put out a statement internally and externally, and then put together this resource page that was just chock full of all sorts of fantastic resources just to educate individuals on what's happening in the world today, history and that sort of thing, articles and 
organizations to join. So it was very comprehensive and um, a, a really nice way to, to um, educate at the same time. And, and then I also saw a really um, heartfelt and honest statement that came out from um, H.J. Russell Company. And if um, you're in Atlanta or pretty much anywhere in the U.S., you may have heard of H.J. Of Russell and um, it's a family-owned company and they African-American-owned company and the leaders there just committed to carry on the family's legacy. And, you know, they acknowledge that diversity is a strength. Um, they continue to make a, this commitment to bring along vendors and subcontractors along the way and help them and, and mentor them and give them opportunities. So it was another very impressive way of saying, hey, we hear what's going on. We see what's going on. We're going to do our part. Here's what we've been doing and here's what we're going to continue to do. I think that's, that's really helpful. You know, you want to hear the message. You want to feel it you know, ring true through you as you're reading it, but then also you, you kind of want to see the proof behind it. So kind of backing up those statements with some examples of what they're doing and, and what they plan to do, I think really helps to cement that, that commitment. As you kind of started walking through those examples, Donya, I kind of started thinking, seems like timing of the messaging is almost just as important as, as what you say. And so the biggest question I think I'm being faced with right now from a lot of our clients is, is it too late to join the conversation? Am I, am I going to look like I'm just jumping on the bandwagon? You know, should I stay silent now? Is it what, what should we do? And so I'm, I'm asking you as our expert in communications and certainly in that employee relation building category, how would you advise our listeners if they have not done anything yet you know maybe they haven't had the internal discussion maybe they haven't gone public with anything but but what advice would you give them well you know i think if a company hasn't done anything yet i i would say and you've heard this before you know it's always the right time to do what's right so it's never too late so here's the thing we're in the midst of a movement it's not a trend i i think we're going to be in the midst of this for some time so Communicating with your employees as often as you need to do. If you haven't done it now, again, just, just reach out. Reaffirm your commitment to your people. Reaffirm, you know, the values of the company. You want the best for them in XYZ company. It's a safe place. You've got an open door policy. Come and talk. So it's never too late. I love that. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't joined the conversation yet, you know, still think about what's going to be important for you to say and figure out when the right timing is. As Donya mentioned, we're, we're both anticipating that this is a movement, not a moment. And so there, there's still time to join the conversation and get on the right side of history. Um, what about for those firms that maybe they started internal? What's the next step you would advise them to do? Or is there a next step? Well, you know, certainly continue, continue to keep the conversation going. But you know, if you started internally, and certainly if you made some commitments be accountable for what you said you're going to do, what the company's going to do. So I would, I would advise, hey, let's give some, some progress updates on any of the new initiatives that, you know, we've decided to engage upon or you've decided to reaffirm your commitment to vendors and subcontractors or just recommit to having a more diverse environment let people know where you stand so that they know that they weren't just empty words. I think um, when you're accountable in that way, it builds loyalty with your people. And we all know that, you know, employees are your biggest brand ambassadors. So 
just continue to communicate and give those updates. And I think that's really great. As we've worked with a whole mix of firms across design and construction, they're they're very similar to, to people across the U.S. Everybody is led by a different team and they have different perspectives on the matter. And there's been some some organizations that feel like this is just a whole bunch of, of extra effort that's unnecessary and doesn't really do anything to drive the business. And I think what you and I have talked about today is you know, the, the value of the conversation and not debating what's happening in the world today. The, the value is really derived by retaining your staff that is going to be the ones living out your brand, delivering those services, earning those billable hours. And, and those people are, you know, how you bring in revenue in a professional service firm. And you want to make sure that they feel safe at work. You want to make sure that they feel heard in a time um, like we're facing right now so that they're giving great customer service um, and that they're also modeling the leadership behaviors with your customers and with your fellow partners showing the same level of open dialogue and respect as we move through you know this kind of time of transition this time of unrest if you will and this time of re-educating the general masses around what equality looks like and what partnership really looks like up and down the design and construction food chain is there any other overarching ties back to the business, Donya, that you see associated with this type of movement, this type of exercise that firms are engaging in? Well, you know, we talked a, a little bit at the beginning of just about how so many firms were making these external statements, you know, to their clients and to their stakeholders externally. And and that was all great. I I, I think it's really important that internally your employees don't, they, they shouldn't find out and be surprised by things that you've said externally. It, you've got to make sure that your communications align. So don't put out these great inspirational statements externally and you haven't said anything internally or, you know, there's a disconnect. So I, I think, again, just making sure you are aligned in everything that you say, you care about your employees and they know it, they hear it, they see it, they feel it. Um, you do those things and the, the rest will fall into place. You know, if your people are successful, you'll be successful as well. And I think that's great. I think we could talk about this topic for a while, and this might be a reoccurring episode here on the podcast as we continue to navigate through what unfolds throughout this movement. But I think that's a great place to leave it for today. You know, let's leave it on a high note. Everybody out there, we appreciate you guys listening. We would encourage you to approach people and approach conversations with an open heart and open mind and, and understand that there's different perspectives. And there's always a right time to have a conversation to um, do the right thing. So stay safe out there, stay healthy, and we will see you next time right here on the AEC Marketing for Principals podcast. Thanks. Thanks, Katie. You've been listening to AEC Marketing for Principals, brought to you by Smartergies. If you like this episode, please let us know by visiting aecmarketingpodcast.com, where you can learn more ways to position your brand and sell to owners. 